Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are on uh, middle of January, and uh, we're uh, getting to continuing to hearing God's voice, which is, to me, one of the most exciting things we could ever talk about, uh, because it's an interesting, you know, experience, as you know, uh, that uh, the American church particularly kind of has drifted into uh, a pretty theological, intellectual thought about, you know, do people receive Christ? Yes. Uh, and then it's just go study the Bible, go to church, listen, uh, and then try to do the best you can. Um, but it's kind of, of lived out as if God is up there and we're here with the with the duty to try to try to let him do things and and be as best we can knowing that typically we're going to struggle probably fail most of the time uh won't necessarily experience you know great and fantastic things but hey we got a ticket to heaven and uh, heaven's going to be great uh and we can hardly wait there. And don't even, you know, uh, don't even worry about this life. And you know, don't focus on it. You know, just go there uh, in your thought, and then you'll be you'll be good. Uh, but God says, "Well, um, my sheep hear my voice, and I'm not up there." <laughs> it's kind of interesting. Is that when we say? You know, you, you kind of see God up there, but where is he? Well, he's He's in me through the Holy Spirit. Okay, um, this happened several years ago. As I was contemplating this, like, what? how do we help people understand this? You know, and he, he, and God talk, took me through. And this is, you know, remember, he's speaking to me and saying, here's, here's what I want you to do is, is uh, well, um, ask him, where am I? And they'll say, he says, what will they say? And I'll say, they, they'll say, he, he's, you know, he's, a, he's within me, the Holy Spirit. He says, well, ask him this question. What do you think I'm doing in there? <laughs> um, that, so he said, most of my followers, they say they know that I'm there, but they basically think I'm, I'm inactive. And all I'm doing is waiting for them to die and I get to carry them to heaven. Everything is left to them. And most of them feel that I'm not really happy with them. Uh, because why? Well, we know. And, you know, and if, if we anybody is a follower of Christ, and think of the different you know, levels of that, but uh, there are people that accept Christ and they actually never get into the Word of God. Maybe they go to church, maybe they don't. Their theology comes from what the pastor says, 
and they never actually interact with the Word of God all by themselves anyway. There are, uh, and, they, and they know that they're struggling and life is a struggle and circumstances seem to seem harder than normal. There are people that, okay, I want to go to study. I want to go to small groups. I want to get into the Word. I try to do devotions. Um, I know I'm supposed to. Um, I read it. And actually, the ones that are reading it and trying to then perform it are the ones that are most discouraged uh, because I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. I know what I'm supposed to do, but it doesn't seem to happen for me. And right, and I know how how uh, uh, inept I'm doing at this, and I know that God's really not happy with me. Um, I try. I'm trying. I'm not doing what He wants me to do. I, I'd like to, but I can't. Um, and they think they see God is up there, basically, <laughs> uh, pretty unhappy with me, and and just keep telling me you got to do better. You got to do better. You got to do better. And when you do better, maybe you'll you'll have some things happen. Uh, and God says, actually, everything that you're thinking there is backwards. Is uh, uh, I'm within you. I want the relationship that I demonstrated with the disciples to be operating now with us. And it's actually easier because I'm both going to speak to you. I'm going to do things for you. I'm going to communicate with you. I'm going to cause you to be able to hear what I have to say because uh, it's a spiritual thing but it's the equivalent of what it was with the disciples, you know? And so hearing his voice is such a critical way of living out God's life and a beautiful way of living out God's life that that's why we're so excited to keep talking about it because as more and more people truly experience it and remember what we're saying and we experience and we want to help you understand it, it's a beautiful relaxed communication life with God. It's not some over spiritual thing or super spiritual that only a few people get, or it's strange, or it's, 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 you know, it's off base. Uh, it's rather this beautiful thing that God wants everybody to experience. So we, we want the church to be willing to move away from just the intellectual piece of it to the personal voice of God. And, and, the, and we're gonna show you that you can begin to experience it and God gives us safeguards for that. Uh, because uh, we know, and this is why we tend, a lot of people tend not to, they've been exposed to the abuses where people would say, God said. Uh, that happens all the time. Um, and even when they say it, we, who are the recipient of it, we know, no, we didn't. That's completely self-serving. Uh, that is manipulation. And I know that wasn't God speaking, even though you claim it. And it seems like a lot of the people that claim it are self-serving so I guess it doesn't exist. And God says, actually it does. 
It's beautiful, it's healthy, and he says, I built safeguard into it so that you don't need to fret because if you do it all by yourself only, yeah, you'll probably get into a distorted uh, piece of it, but I'm, I, and we'll walk through all of these, but God says, I'm gonna show you the beautiful safeguards that you can, you can relax with and your heart is clarity, understanding, walking. And I, I need you to do that in fellowship with other people. Um, and that's why he built it that way. Uh, so we'll, we'll talk about that. So uh, last time we talked about, um, you know, that God says, well, uh, we talked about why it's so critical. We've been through that. You know, you're, you're, it shows you're demonstrating you're a follower of Christ and can walk with me and let me give you direction. Uh, he says, what does this sound like? He said, well, we said it, it has to be understandable in a way that I can understand it. So it's personal, but it's in my language. So by the way, you know, I've got Linda's German. Her, she's got relatives in Germany that are German. They live in Germany. They read the Bible in German. Guess what? God talks to them how? In German. <laughs> uh, so see, it's not a, here's, here's it and you got to follow it. It's, it's, I'll make it understandable in your language in ways that you can receive it. Um, and it, it sounds like, and we talked about this and we'll try to refine this, is because uh, we have a self-talk um, and it's thinking that we are speaking we're listening, we're processing, and we tend to talk to ourselves all the time. Everybody does it. And interestingly enough, everybody does it because it's part of the nature of God's creation is I need you to be able to communicate in a way through your own inner self without verbally saying something. But you're talking and you're receiving it. He said, well, that's what my voice sounds like. I'm using your voice that you're used to doing, but you start to recognize this is no longer you, it's me. Um, and you're hearing me talk and you're talking back to me. And you know, these are me and you using the same voice, so to speak, but you recognize the difference. Um, and, and so when I, when you and I say, and, and you gave a great example, you know, I heard God say, well, um, when you were at that church uh, and he says, uh, you know, pay attention um, and, uh, you know, be ready uh, for Brazil and you heard it, you knew it was him. It wasn't just your idea. Now, you didn't know what it meant yet. Uh, but he said, I have something to say to you. Uh, and, and you start to recognize it. And then when that happened to you, what you didn't do, and this is the beautiful thing, and see, he said, the life of a toddler is this way. What you didn't do is said, is that from God? Is that from God? Is that from God? I wonder if that's from God. Probably it's from me. It's from God. I don't know. Is it, you know? And you get into this you know, double-mindedness. You said, oh, God said. Uh, why? Well, you, you're getting used to it and you practiced it, it's been reinforced. And so when you're listening to God's voice, he says, uh, it's just like a child, I've gotta teach you to hear, to recognize, and then to respond. And he said, that's my role. 
is to walk you into that. And the cool thing is, and this is what we, we and I've experienced this, when I've discipled people that are either brand new believers or their believers have never been in the word of God. And we say, well, I'm gonna teach you how to hear God's voice. And they don't, and they say, well, how many years is that gonna take? Uh, no, you can do it tomorrow. You can start hearing tomorrow. Uh, because the, the, the power of that comes from God himself. And all you have to do is be willing to recognize it. And all of a sudden they come back in you know, a week or two later, I heard from God. Yeah, I know, I know. Let's practice. Let's keep getting better at like the where it can get to a point where you heard, you knew, and it wasn't uh, something you debated. So let's look at, uh, he does speak in a variety of ways, and we'll get into the, to the detail of this, but how does he speak that we can start to process? And one thing we want to say up front is it's not a system and it's not just one way. So like, for example, um, you're sitting in church, you heard God. Well, that's not how you only hear God. And that's what we want to keep saying is don't, don't pigeonhole it. Oh, okay, well, Kathy hears God that way. Well, she does, but it's not the only way. And there's a bunch of others. So we're going to get into these bunch of other ways. So uh, first of all, uh, and this is cool as a beginning point, uh, is... Um, he says, I speak through scripture because I've already spoken things that are true that I want you to use as your basis of truth. And what I'm going to say to you will not contract uh, or be contrary to what, to what I said in the scripture. Now, you don't fully understand it yet, and you don't know how it always applies to you in personal situations, but it's a great beginning point for me to uh, lead you to what I have to say to you, which is why you and I teach so, so strongly. Abiding is in the relationship, but it is centered on abiding in his word because this word is spirit and life and it's truth and it's a way for him to speak. So let's go to Second uh, Timothy uh, 3, 14 to 16. And Paul, Paul writes about this. 2 Timothy 3, 14 to 16. Yeah. Uh, so um, he uses an important word. Uh, how much scripture is, is inspired? All scripture. And, and fortunately, uh, at that time, remember they had the Old Testament and they had the letters that were being written, the gospels that were being written and they understood them as inspired by God. And then as it developed over time, uh, it formed up as the New Testament. Um, and they, then they went through a really a wonderful process to verify that it was the inspired word of God, not just somebody writing something. Uh, and inspired word of God is, the word there in the Greek is God breathed. Uh, I spoke it to Paul. I spoke it to John. I spoke it to Luke. We processed it, 
and I had them write down what I breathed as living truth that is living truth. My words are spirit and life, and the Old Testament and the New Testament are my communication as a basis of truth to my followers, and you can trust it. Why? Because it's God-breathed. Uh, it's inspired. It's it's been given by God, and God can't, it says God can't lie. So we know that what he wrote and what he gave us is truth, and he said it's profitable for you to live it out. So I'll speak to you through that living word uh, because it's inspired, and I need you to receive it because it'll give you the truth about how to direct your life. Uh, not as law, we'll talk about that. Um, don't go do it on your own, but rather now take what I'm giving you as truth, which is there to begin, and now start to process that into what does that mean? You know, like for example, um, I'm dealing with some executives right now who are in the business world, and a question came up about um, uh, either uh, I have or I'm potentially gonna, gonna partner with somebody. And I'm wondering about uh, what, what's called unequally yoked. I've heard about not being unequally yoked. I don't really know that much. What is that? Okay, uh, well, think about when, when somebody asked me that question, um, See, I could say to them, it's this. Well, it may be true. I've, I processed it. It may be true. But they're there then getting their source from who? From me. And second, second hand is like, and, and so every time that I get a question, see, I say, well, let's go see first what the word has to say. Uh, the word's spoken about this. 2 Timothy chapter 6, uh, go read it. Write down what it says and then tell me what you think it says. Okay, uh, so first of all, uh, God says, I'm gonna speak to you by just having you relate with me the truth of what I've already said. Um, so, but it's not a read it and that's it. It's, it's, start to interact with it. And what I do is say, write down the verses longhand and then write what you believe it says to you. And what I encourage them is at this point, don't go to a commentary. Don't go to your pastor. Don't go to a, uh, uh, let's just see what, what, what you get out of it. Because guess what? you have the Holy Spirit, the author of the book. <laughs> uh, so it was like, uh, you know, and I think we shared this uh, you know, during the Christmas season. Uh, Linda and I went, we went to a place uh, called Cherokee Castle in Castle Rock and they had an evening with Charles Dickens. Um, and, and we had an actor that, that was acting as if he was Charles Dickens. And um, the evening was a very interactive discussion of the Christmas Carol. And it was, well, why did you do that? And how did you do it this way? And what were you thinking here? And, and there was explanation as if he was the author. He wasn't obviously the author, but he acted like he was the author. But because we had the author there, 
it wasn't just go read the book and make, make up your own thought. It's like, well, why don't you talk to the one who wrote it? Uh, and that's what we had the privilege of is, is the Holy Spirit wrote it. He's within you. Start dialoguing with him. Okay, what does that mean? So you write it down. Uh, then, see, the second piece of it uh, is now that you know the truth, and it's very clear, by the way, uh, light can't be with dark. Um, Christ cannot be with the enemy. Uh, you know, uh, holiness can't be with unholiness. Uh, that's all true. It all becomes really true. Okay. Um, how do I apply that to my particular situation? Uh, and because it's not, well, therefore, I'm going to decide how to apply it. It's rather, let me walk all the way through it. I need to hear your voice now give application to this. Hey, I got a situation. Um, I'm engaged in a business and I need some, I need some capital. And the source of capital is going to be uh, a competitor. And that competitor is not a believer. Um, so how do I handle that? Um, okay, well, let's let's walk through it. Uh, can light be with dark? No. Uh, okay, so um, can you be engaged in business with an unbeliever? Yeah. Uh, I said, think about think about this. Simple. There's millions of employees that work for big corporations that are believers. Are they working for unbelievers? Yeah. Um, okay. I said, so what's the difference between them working for a unbelieving company and being unequally yoked? And they, and that's where they start to, huh, what, I don't know. Uh, I said, see, it's about who controls your decisions. Uh, can you fulfill the will of God in the situation you're in? So as an employee, Yes, I'm working for an unbelieving company, but if ever God says it's time to go or they do something that I can't stand up with, I have the freedom to leave it. I'm not unequally yoked because they can't keep me there. <clears throat> so you're, you're still not unequally yoked because you have the freedom to follow God's will. So see, see how beautiful it is. Oh, okay, all right, all right, now I'm trying to get it. Okay, so I said, so if you get an investment from a competitor, um, the two questions would be, who has control? Uh, either we do or they do. If you do and you still have control and the, and the parameters are such that you can still follow the God, will, God's will because you're in control, then you're not unequally yoked. If they have control, per se, you're unequally yoked. Now, can that still be true? Yeah. What would be the condition under which you would do that? Well, I have the freedom to walk away. Okay. That means that you're not there to protect your equity and you have to protect your equity. You're actually, are you free to say, you know what? I'm willing to walk away from this and I can do it because I still have the freedom. Then you're not unequally yoked because it's all about who controls the decision and what you're willing to do. So there's, there's all kinds of ways of applying it. The truth stands up. But how it's applied, I need wisdom from God. And I need him to talk to me and speak to me and give me wisdom and insight and application around that truth. I know he's not going to violate that truth. 
He's just going to, she's going to show to me how that truth applies to me. And I'm going to just follow his answer, which could be in this scenario. Uh, no, your, your partner that uh, is you're bringing in is going to control everything and you, you are going to be unequally yoked. The answer is no. Uh, but under certain conditions, it still may be yes if you're willing to walk away from it or give it up or, 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 not, or you don't care about it. So um, it starts with Scripture because he says, I've spoken a lot in Scripture. Let me help you understand what it says. Then I'll help apply it. Okay, then uh, let's go to Matthew 5, 17 and 20, which Jesus talks about the Old Testament so we can make sure we include that. So he says that, you know, the Old Testament stands up. The, he's, he's talking about Hebrew letters. Hebrew letters are only consonants. Uh, and above the consonants are dots and dashes, jots and tittles, that describe the verbs. Uh, and so a, the same word, three consonants, can have seven different meanings because of the different verbs uh, that are you or the different uh, you know vowels sorry vowels that are used in that word by jots and tittles and and Jesus said look there isn't a single word with as fine as this jot and tittle that's going to pass away they're all true I've I've come to fulfill it and I'll help you understand how that means to fulfill it so for example in the Old Testament it talks about sacrifice. And you're supposed to sacrifice an animal for uh, redemption. And, and you have one year, it's called uh, you know, the year of, of the, the Passover, the year of uh, freedom uh, that goes you know, uh, the year to year to year. Well, Christ says, now that I'm here, I fulfilled it all. I am that sacrifice. It's now permanent. It's completed, so is that still true? Yes, but now I've, in, I've fulfilled it, and, and now you don't have to go sacrifice anymore. You have to believe in who I am, because I've done it all. So he t attaches now truth that doesn't, doesn't evaporate, but rather is fulfilled in a different way. And, and of course, Christ says, here's, here's what it means. And so um, the Old Testament is as valid of truth is the New Testament. So as a believer, don't segment it. Don't say, well, I just follow the New Testament. No, all scripture is inspired, God breathed, all truth is in there. We need to follow it, get into the word, including the Old Testament, write down what it says, uh, and then how does this apply? What do you want me to understand? The more full understanding of it, and how do I apply this to my, my life? Because why? I know it's truth, so that one of the key ways that God speaks, uh, actually the what I call the beginning way that he speaks is the word of God. Uh, and so let's go to the word. Let's go to the word. Uh, 
um, and that will stimulate the life of God speaking to you uh, all the time. That's why we, we say, you know, every day spend 20 to 30 minutes abiding in the word and what is God saying to you and are you processing it? And by the way, don't jump from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing. It's, it's stay in there and process and dialogue and let God speak to you out of that word of God. So uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you that uh, a key way for you to speak to us is scripture. Uh, it's true, it's inspired, it's God-breathed, it's intended to give us life, and you want us to apply it uh, as we go forward into our specific situations. And it's both what you've said and how you're gonna speak to us through it, as well as applying it to us by speaking to us personally. And so may we learn it, receive it, and enjoy the beauty of that uh, process, knowing that you speak to us through your word. And thank you in Christ's name, amen. Yep, we'll see you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.